0: Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: This episode is brought to you by Saks.com at Saks.com. It's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stot, or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda.
0: Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us.
1: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a Member FDIC.
2: In this town, there is no off-season. The news never stops and neither do we. It's always game day in Cleveland with Andy Baskin and Daryl Ryder. It's always game day in Cleveland. He's Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin. And we are coming off just one stellar uh, podcast that we had earlier in this week. There are a number of things I want to talk about. But let's start here, Daryl. I mean, we made Barrett Sports Media. We were one of the big stories uh, because we talked about the NFL trying to play games on different days. I just want to thank Barrett Sports Media. Uh, It has just been a tremendous day. My phone has been ringing off the hook. Uh, I had to do special hits for both shows today. Daryl, I think we've arrived.
0: (laughs) Well, appreciate the breaking news. I had no idea.
2: (laughs) Guess what? I had had no idea until Ken dragged me in his show this morning.
0: Oh, he did?
2: Yeah. And so, you know, we had the conversation again about why the NFL shouldn't play on Friday and Saturday. It's just. It just doesn't make any sense.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm feverishly scrolling through my email right now. <laughs> it's a fine cuz cuz I get that cuz I get them but um you know, I kind of like binge read over It was on the- our
2: Twitter account too. It was off of our Twitter too. So
0: let's see here. I'm scrolling. Ah, here oh okay. Baskin and it's not see you made it, not me. I look like, if you read the
2: article, you made it. I was not happy that it said baskin. I'll be honest with says, you. It
0: says baskin. But- NFL is messing with its future. You are the headliner. There's this 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 fabulous picture of you from I think at least 15 years ago, because in this picture your hair is dark colored. Um, and it's actually coloring my hair
2: then though. I mean, I was using, um, I was using, uh, what just, was for it? Men. Yeah, <laughs> just for men and cover boy makeup for that picture.
0: Um, okay. I, I did get a mention in the second graft. Oh, Okay, I,
2: you, I said you were important. Yes.
0: Okay. And I was, I, but I got the first quote too.
2: No, that's why I was like, why is my picture on there?
0: <laughs> yeah. Like, how do I get the. First, you know what? Um, because I take the pictures, I'm not in them, so maybe finding a uh, a picture of me was was very difficult. Oh,
2: oh! Breaking news! Wait, wait! Breaking news! Today, Poobah came up to us and said we're taking new promo pictures, so maybe you and I will take one together.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, well, I. Why do I have a feeling I'm the one that's going to be taking the promo? No, picture?
2: you're not. It's somebody else. Somebody else. Really. I cannot reveal the person who will be working for free that already works at the station. That's going to have to take the pictures.
0: Well, I'm trying to think who the photographers at the station are besides me. Ah,
2: uh, uh, we're not going to say those names on the air because then you might have to pay them. So,
0: ah, uh, you're with me on that. Oh well, yeah, of course. Because um, there there was conversation um, when Nick Wilson came back from Charlotte. Uh, I was supposed to take the new afternoon drive photos. Um, and the day that I was supposed to take those photos, uh, uh, something was going on with the Browns and that whole thing. And I I was still going to do, I was willing to do them. Um, and then just like the whole idea got blown up. And I think that they took their pictures with an iPhone.
2: Oh, there's (laughs) high quality pictures. Although let's be honest, iPhone cameras are pretty good.
0: So. Hey, I shoot. I I have mine set up to shoot in 4K, because uh, I'm a I'm an iPhone snob. I'm not gonna lie. Sure. Uh, I get, I get the new phone every year. Really. Uh, just well, yeah. I do the upgrade program, so I don't get penalized for getting the new phone every because they come out with new stuff every year. And I and I'm a snob. I have to have the latest and greatest technology in my hand doing what I do. And so. Um, yeah, the the new uh iPhone camera for the first time ever. Well, I let me rephrase for the first time in a couple of phones, the iPhone camera actually lived up to the hype. Good. I have I have taken some really, really cool pictures uh with it. But um, okay, well, um I, I don't know. Should I be hurt that they didn't ask me to take the picture? No, wrong
2: because don't you want to be in the picture? It's hard to take a picture. I Not really. I really no, don't want to do I'll be honest with you on that
0: nobody wants to see me it's okay i i know this
2: well all those times you came on tv with me when i needed someone you came through for me and you never want and, and,
0: and I'm, hang on i'm checking my bank statements one and two i'm also checking the ratings for those shows <laughs> through.
2: they were through the roof
0: <laughs> all right let's what did i used to, I used to tell you producers Lots what? of B roll. <laughs> oh
2: man, we got Ryder on today. Is he wearing his glasses? Uh, a lot
0: of B roll, baby. A lot of B roll. <laughs> all right,
2: let's do a couple Browns topics while we're doing this. And I've got Browns questions for you. Like, I want to, like, I think part of this is we should get to know Daryl Ryder today. Yeah, well, let's, let, let's
0: get this out of the way. So, the intent was to do a mailbag episode. I got a grand total of zero questions on Twitter and my Instagram account. And there's a
2: couple I you want me to look? I know there's
0: the there's um so here's how mailbags work. okay uh, We need questions to do the mailbag <laughs> so so when I tweet out, send us questions. Now, I will take re- responsibility for this because um Twitter became a pretty terrible place to be uh for many a brown season. Uh, for yours truly. And so I got in the habit of not interacting with people and not checking my mentions. And part of the reason I did that was mental health because there's only so oh, many, for sure. there's only so many go bleep yourself uh, tweets that I can read without thinking I should go bleep myself. So um, I, so I, I guess I need to be a little more interactive, uh, to get people to engage more. Um, I'm appreciative of all my followers, appreciative of everyone reads everything. I write, listens to the podcast, uh, you know, listens to our station. Um, I, it, it's fine if you say I suck, whatever, but it, it's when you get personal and you start issuing threats and you, you, you there's lines that get crossed. And unfortunately, sure. on Twitter, it's so easy for those lines uh to get crossed. And so I had just learned to tune out uh, you know, the mentions and I had stopped looking at them. So I promise you that when I solicit mailbag questions on social media, I promise you that I will check the mentions to get the questions so that we can answer and respond to those. So I just uh want to toss that out there. We're gonna we're sure. going to try and do a mailbag at some point, but Participation from the audience would be appreciated, so that Andy Baskin does not have to ask me very personal questions on the podcast. Well, I, that's not the point. And I'm going to be you're very, I'm going right. to be very uncomfortable answering. I know this is coming. No, you're not. They're going to
2: And I'm going to have to, I'm going to have
0: to sit here like I'm on the morning show and think and filter everything and make sure that I don't say Daryl, anything. He's going to get in trouble. That bubble. is
2: not me. I would never do that. to you. I, no I'm,
0: I'm giving everyone a hard time.
2: So you want to hear about my day before we start getting to the real bronze stuff?
0: Yeah, sure.
2: So we do an entire show. And Meredith, you can hop in on this if you want to. It's not a big deal. So we do an entire show today, right? And I realized at the end of the show, Keith walks into the studio. That's Junior Poo Bada, anybody who's listening to our show. And he looks at me and he goes, do you know that? Do you see that? He said that to me. And he said, what is that? And I'm like, what are you talking about? So I wore two different shoes to work today by mistake. Two different tennis shoes.
0: Are you st- are you still wearing those two different shoes?
2: No, I I I put the other shoe on. Okay. I put the other shoe on.
0: I didn't even notice. So
2: Neither you, did I, clearly.
0: Right. So you me and Jonathan Peterlin were talking because Peterlin was was coming into the studio because he was filling in for nick on the afternoon show and in the middle of the three of our conversation yeah keith goes what's that what's that and we're just all looking around confused like what what is he talking about what's going on yeah and he yeah he pointed out andy's shoes that were two different shoes and if you want to see it it's posted on keith's twitter
2: i um he was ruthless about it, too. This is the guy that wears the Schmedium shirts, right? So you can see his muscles.
0: I, I'm jealous. I, I wish I could get away with wearing the mediums that he wears. I'm not going to lie. I'm insanely jealous of, of uh, number two, that he is able to, to pull that off so well.
2: So here's why it's worth listening to the podcast, because there's more to the story. One of the shoes that I was wearing, which was a sketcher, was the byproduct of doing the same exact thing two months ago. I was uh, I was at an ice rink in the morning before our show. I took a shower. I walked back to my locker, and I looked down and realized I had two different shoes. One was a Nike, and one, I think, was a... Uh, uh, what was the other one? I had a Nike shoe... And then I had, uh, maybe I had two Nike shoes, but they were different. Maybe that's what it was. And so I'm like, ah, I have an hour and a half to get downtown before the show. And I got to be honest with you, I don't want to feel the heat from people like Keith about wearing two different shoes. So I went to Target, and they had a pair of Skechers, and they're cheap. So I bought those shoes that day so I could not face the ridicule. This is not the first time that this has happened. And the irony is, is that one of the shoes I was wearing today was one of the shoes I got at Target.
0: I, uh, I've i left the house without my phone. I've left the house okay. without my wallet.
2: That's bad. The wallet. Um, I have uh,
0: locked myself out of my own house. Um, I have not worn two separate shoes, though. I, I have had many a moment of senility uh, but I'm gonna jinx my i I guarantee, you. and you know what I might now do it just in tribute to you I have yes, I have the same shoe, but two different versions of it, so I could wear the gray and the black. I think I started a trend i, think I you might trend. started a trend i i might I might the next time I come into the station, yes, I might have to wear they're they're the same shoe just two different colors
2: (laughs) dude if you do that you have my back we have your back too because we want to talk about a player who is out for the rest of the season and then the turmoil going on in baltimore it's always game day in cleveland
1: this episode is brought to you by sax.com at sax.com it's easy to find your new vibe
0: He's Andy Baskin. I'm Daryl Ryder. Listen up. Mobile sports betting finally live in Ohio. BeckQL wants to help prevent you from making bad bets in order to win big. Download the BetQL app today and instantly get their models. Best bets live, public info, sharp data trends, and much more right at your fingertips. Use code OH25 for 25% off your first month. Head to betqlcom slash news slash 92.3. The fan for exclusive sports book offers.
2: All right. He's Darrell Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin. If you like what you're listening to, subscribe to the podcast. Uh, some actual news about the Browns and, uh, you know, kind of sad because I, I just don't know where we were going with this. But Michael Woods uh, out for at least a year after being injured, uh, what, torn ACL, right? Zota was?
0: Uh, Achilles.
2: A uh, torn Achilles, sorry. Uh, while working out with Deshaun Watson, correct? Yes. So he's done. I, I need to ask you this because it was said, you know, this, it, but maybe because he's a six rounder that the potential of him to be the next Donovan people's Jones was there. I, I, I don't know. Daryl, tell me what does this injury do and how far does it set back the wide receiving core?
0: Um, first off, uh, it's unfortunate what happened. Certainly never want to see anybody get hurt. Um, the reality is he was the the sixth, seventh, eighth guy on the depth chart. Like he was competing for the last roster spot available. Um, Because when you look at the wide receiver position right now, at least of, you know, the guys that are going to make the team that we know are absolutely going to make the team, he he was a question mark. Um, And that, you know, Amari Cooper, Donovan Peoples-Jones, uh, Elijah Moore, David Bell, Jakeem Grant. Those are my th- those are my top five guys. And then you've got, uh, you know, ob- obviously not Michael Woods is out of the conversation. Uh, but it's it all comes down to numbers. Do they keep six? Do they keep seven? Demetric Felton's got to be in there somewhere. He spends more time at receiver than he does running back. I almost want to consider him more of a receiver than a running back these days. And I got to imagine he's making the team because of his his versatility um, in in playing two positions. And he can be uh, an emergency returner if that ever arises. So um, it's not an injury that cripples the Browns, and I don't mean that to come off disrespectful – to Michael Woods, but the reality is that this was going to be another developmental year for him. Maybe he was going to get a a few more opportunities than he got uh, as a rookie, but his opportunities as a rookie were were pretty limited considering what they got production-wise out of the receiving core. He only had five catches for 45 yards, so um, he did contribute on special teams. Certainly don't want to downplay that um but it it's not an injury that I feel like Andrew Barry now has to go out and make a move to compensate for if that makes sense and again I, I can't stress stuff I feel terrible I feel terrible the kid got hurt oh I, I do. Too. I do too. I, I'm not sliding him I'm not you know I'm not uh you know criticized or anything like that it's just The roster depth at the position, Andy, is the roster depth at the position.
2: So, Daryl, I I thought it was interesting when Andrew Barry said uh, about a week ago that, that, you know, the roster is a 90-man roster. And that they, I mean, he really made me think that when he said it, that he wanted everybody on that 90-man roster to be able to start. Or at least kind of look to make sure that anyone who was on that 90-man roster was special. Not 50-something, 90-something. So, I thought that was interesting. And then Jeff and I have like I think we have a philosophical difference on this, because when I look at it, I say, "Okay, you want to keep six wide receivers, probably right? That's what most teams do—six, somewhere at five or six, fair. Up to eight?
0: I think I I think it's I think the active roster. Yeah, it's 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 six. It's six.
2: It's six. Okay, the Browns I think are unique because they like to keep at least three tight ends right
0: well uh, they might keep two this year
2: all right even if it's two, do you not look at the tight ends in the way the game is played now as why in some ways like wide receivers I do yeah. to me that gets me to eight and then I've always got the option if I've got two running backs that I can throw to them so you're looking at in any given game probably 10 guys that have the ability to catch a ball during a game right? right yes. So I mean, I don't think it's wrong, especially the way Kevin Stefanski runs his offense and when you look that normally now what in the top fifteen you have two tight ends that lead the league in y- in reception yards when you have a guy like Travis Kelsey let's be honest and George Kittle right mhm so I like I look at uh, I look at tight ends in the same light as I do wide receivers is that wrong
0: no they're they're uh, quite frankly, I don't think they use tight ends enough in the red zone. Kevin Stefanski is supposed to be lover of tight ends and they right. don't seem to throw to tight ends in the red zone. If there's ever a time to throw to the tight end. It's in the red zone, right? So yeah, that, uh, hopefully right. hopefully that's a wrinkle that Kevin Stefanski make and really emphasizes this year in the play, because you have uh, a player in David Njoku who you are paying like a top five player in his position. And I, I think it's fair to say that his production needs to start reflecting that at some point. I'm not saying he has to be top five at the position, but his production should have at least at least be top ten.
2: Uh, I, and I don't disagree with that at all. I, and I, again, fact, I,
0: I'm not slighting David. He has the talent, but he doesn't get the opportunities. I mean, I, I still go back to that catch he made against the Buccaneers to force overtime. Chimney, Christopher Columbus. That was incredible. I,
2: I think to Use him more this year than we've. I think if it, they dude, better Joe should have a record year this year, don't you?
0: He he should. i Well, I mean, he had a career year last year. Let's be fair to him,
2: right? And you know, I know. think he's going to do better this year because I think he'll have. If Watson is what Watson's supposed to be, he should have another career year. Yeah, and blow away his numbers from the past. He
0: he should exceed the fifty-eight for six twenty-five and four touchdowns. He should he should exceed that this coming season. Absolutely.
2: I just I, like I feel bad for Woods again, and I also wonder, as you said, as you try to fill in the blanks at wide receiver, is there a need to go out and get another one? I you got to assume they're, they're going
0: to draft. draft another one, right? They're probably yeah, going to draft a free agent. Player. I, I don't know, but you, I, they're they're probably going to draft one. So at some point, um, you have but that but player. Look
2: at People's Jones, and you look at Woods. They're very comfortable drafting a wide receiver in the sixth round.
0: Yeah. I just I think that the, that position group right now, it's a full room. I think that's the way I want to put it. it. It's a pretty full room. Now, whether or not they can extract the type of production, part of the reason it's a full room is because Andrew Berry doesn't like cutting his own guys, right? Bingo. Um, I I got to think this year you have to consider cutting Anthony Schwartz. There's no way Anthony Schwartz can be gifted a roster spot just because Andrew Berry drafted him. Um, so, he is a player that will go into training camp on the bubble, in my opinion. And he should go into training camp on the bubble. Last year was supposed to be a leap for him, and he couldn't catch the ball. And he only had four catches for, like, 50 yards last season. So, um, the, I just I just feel like the room is full because Andrew Barry likes his guys. And Andrew Barry is not going to move on from his guys. And,
2: I could I pick the six right now, Daryl. I mean, I don't think it's that yes. hard to stay healthy.
0: I, I already told you who, who yeah. the top five are, and it's a coin toss who the sixth are set. You know, again, Demetrius Felton can be the – you can keep six true wide receivers and, ha, and keep Felton as a running back slash receiver, just an extra offensive player. But it, it's Cooper, Peoples-Jones, Moore, Bell, Grant, and then flip your coin on the sixth guy, which I would probably say is the draft pick, right?
2: So I, I, obviously, Daryl, I think those five wide receivers are right. I, like, I don't think there's any question. I don't think it's going to be that hard to figure out that room at all. I, I you know, you, you've got two running backs. I think they're stacked right now. I think, I, I shouldn't say stacked. I think they're in a very healthy position if there are no injuries and they're ready to go into the year and Deshaun Watson steps up.
0: Right. They, that, have, they have three guys. They have Amari Cooper, Donovan Peoples-Jones, and Elijah Moore right Jakeem grant he's going to be the returner and he'll be a sprinkle in here and there uh david bell he was drafted last year he's got a lot of upside i like him a lot he's going to right. make the team right and then like i said I, I i think it's going to be either anthony schwartz or whoever they draft like that's going to be receiver number six maybe the draft kid actually gets cut and put on the practice squad because remember the big change this year The waiver wires now will be flooded. There is only one cut. It goes from 90 to 53 on the same afternoon. So maybe Barry can sneak his sixth, you know, fifth, sixth, seventh round wide receiver draft pick through the waiver wire and put him on the practice squad. But yeah, I I think it's
2: easier or harder to do that this year.
0: I think it's easier because the waiver wire is just going to be flooded with names. Like this is Andy. This is the whole reason the GMs wanted it. Right. Because because if you lop off, right. They went, what what was it? They went from 90 to 85 or 80. Right. So you cut five or 10 guys. Um, Yeah. It's easy to sift through the waiver wire that day. Right. Go through 32 teams. Look at the five to 10 guys. that got cut. Boom. Okay. Easy to, to, to pick some guys up. Yeah. But if every single team is dumping, what is it, 37 players? Do I have the math correct? Uh, that's... Yeah. Yeah. 37 players. So if every single team is dumping 37 players at the at the cutdown day, that is a grand total of 1,184 players that GMs have to sift through. Well, it's more like 1,150 because you're not going to sift through your own guys that you cut. So that's that's 1150 players for GMs to sift through and decide whether or not they want to place a waiver claim on them, right? Right. So that's why all the GMs pushed for the single cut down because they feel it's going to be easier to get guys on the fringe of their teams through the waiver wire and re-signed back onto their practice squad 18 hours later
2: let's talk about what's going on in baltimore it's always game day in cleveland that's coming
1: up look bumble knows you're exhausted by dating all the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters and what do i even say other than hey <sighs> well that's why they're introducing an all new bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier starting the chat better and dating safer Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline.
2: It's always Game Day in Cleveland. He's Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin. If you like what you're listening to, subscribe to the podcast. And if you want to hop into, and I got to tell you, it's very hard to get through on our social media, but <laughs> you be able to get through and ask us a question on Instagram or Twitter. <laughs> At game day cle. In fact, I can give you shoe recommendations if you need them too. If you want that, so Daryl, what's going on in Baltimore with Lamar Jackson? Interesting press conference pre-draft, right?
0: What a bleep show! Oh my gosh! You want to talk about unprofessional clown shows of PR? Uh, you can That's tell Kevin. You can, you can tell Kevin Byrne is no longer there. Um, my goodness gracious so they wanted to limit the pre-draft press conference strictly to draft only questions they didn't want lamar jackson's name mentioned they didn't want to answer questions about lamar jackson whatever right well that's not a press conference that's a that's a that's that becomes a pr show if you're going to try and legislate what the media is allowed to ask number one number two the reason why i call it a complete clown show Is because Lamar, that whole situation, Andy, affects the thinking of the Ravens when you talk about the draft. Because Baltimore, oh, by the way, Baltimore is meeting with quarterbacks in this draft class. They're bringing them to Owings Mills, Maryland, to the castle, whatever the hell they call their training facility, for these uh, top 30 visits. So... It's 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 not like the reporters were disrespectful. It's not like the questions were unfounded or out of bounds. You know what I'm saying? Like they're legit questions. And during the press conference, the 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 PR schmo was uh, uh, shooting down uh, uh, reporters who okay, mentioned. So I didn't see it, so
2: I'm going to ask you. I'm going to I'm gonna it's play- on my,
0: it, The clip one of the one of the clips is on my Twitter account.
2: Okay, I'm gonna go. Again. It's
0: like, you know, John Harbaugh's a pro. He's been there a long damn time. He knows how to. Eric DaCosta, He's been there a long time. Like these are grown ass men. If they don't want to answer the question, right? You know what I mean? Like if they don't, if they want to dodge the question, then let them dodge the question with however they want to respond. Yes. But for, yep. for for Very... a PR guy to shout down a member of. You know, uh, to shout down a reporter from asking legit questions, just beyond ridiculous and inexcusable and unprofessional. Um, again, um, the, the Lamar questions right now are extremely relevant. And again, DaCosta and Harbaugh are big boys. They can handle it and yeah. they can say, you know.
2: Uh, oh, pardon my friends, just because I haven't seen this. So let me just pretend you tell me what happened. So I'll be like, um, you know, uh, uh, Coach, uh, you know, how can you handle this draft uh, if you really don't know who your quarterback is? Well, that-
0: Andy, 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 hey, hang on, Andy, hang on, Andy here. We're, we're doing just draft questions. That's that's uh-huh. what we're here for today. The uh, focus is on the draft and nothing else. Please keep your questions to uh, the draft. Uh, they are more than happy to answer questions about the draft. Like, that's basically what it was. It just, it was ridiculous.
2: Oh, that's too bad. No, it's not. It's Baltimore, and I got to be honest with you. As a long-time Clevelander, when Baltimore goes up in flames, I have no problem with that at all. You stole our team. You stole them, and and you embraced them, and you built them a new stadium. So now that your house is going up in flames and your quarterback is driven by the fact that he wants to be paid as much as the Cleveland Browns quarterback, sorry, boys. Sorry, girls in Baltimore. I don't feel bad for you at all. Because I used to respect you. I used to feel bad for you. You knew what it was like when your team was stolen and ripped out in the middle of the night. And then you did it to us. So forget about you, your misery. I enjoy it. Sorry.
0: Yeah, they they can be miserable staring at their two Vince Lombardi trophies.
2: Go ahead. Be miserable. I'm never going to feel bad for the Ravens ever. And neither should any Browns fan that breathes, breathes the air in Northeast Ohio or anywhere across the country. I will never feel bad for anything that happens to the Ravens that's bad. I won't. I'll root for players because I don't have any problem with them personally. But for the fans, you embrace stealing a team. And I don't care if it's been 50 years. I will never forgive it.
0: I, I, I get it. Don't blame you. Uh, I understand how you feel. But like I said, they already won. They got two Vince Lombardi trophies. They got two more Vince Lombardi trophies than the Cleveland Browns have.
2: Sorry. They also had to have Art Modell too, so.
0: Yeah, well. Is that even but, but no, here's the thing, Andy. I mean the it it pains to say it, but they already won. They could be a dumpster fire for the next 50 years, right?
2: Let them be a dumpster fire cuz we've could, been a fire but, for 30 now.
0: But they they've already won. I mean, that's that's the kick to the teeth to Browns fan. The the, the Ravens have already won. Anything that happens from this point forward is almost inconsequential. It it, it really Never- is. But you. It's, always, it's you.
2: always in the back of your head. As a Browns fan, it's always in the back of your head. Well, that's why dinner, I, I think that the you day know, we win a Super Bowl might be the day I forgive them. I will I'll never uh, I will never
0: I think that and this is why um having a strong alumni apartment is so important to the Browns. And they don't have it. Um and the players the players Need to understand the history when they come play for the Browns. They they have to understand that the reason that they are here in Cleveland with this organization, is isn't because of whatever Andrew Berry gave them in free agency to come here. It, it's because of the fans. The fans fought. The fans fought in court. They fought the league office. They fought the commissioner. They fought Art Modell. They fought the city. They fought to get the team back. And they have gotten 30 year or I'm sorry, 24 years of crap for their efforts in return from the Cleveland Browns. That's that that's what the fans have gotten for fighting for their team. They've gotten a crap organization. From the day it was formed, from the day the NFL screwed Al Lerner, even though he's the one that put Art Modell on the plane and and helped him sign the contract in Baltimore, he got rewarded with the expansion team. But the NFL screwed the Browns because of the success of the Carolina Panthers and the Jacksonville Jaguars getting to their conference championship game so fast that they didn't want the expansion Browns to be as successful. They wanted the new Browns to pay their dues. Well, they already paid their dues, didn't have a team for three years. So you should have wanted Cleveland to be as successful as quickly as possible. Instead, you put the screws to them, and the team's been a dumpster fire for the better part. It's a lot more stable now with Stefanski and Barry and the, the clown car show in the early portion of the Haslam ownership group. Uh, that has all settled down. Um, they've got intelligent people running the operation now, but let's just be honest about it for the better part of 24 years, there have been literally three seasons where the team has been worth watching. I, if you think Two about playoff it Playoff games, you know, one playoff and, and, and that's, and that's unfortunate. So I, sure. that, I, I just, I feel like the team needs to do like a better job teaching players the history of the franchise the history of what happened in 95 why it's so important more I think it's more important honestly Andy for the browns to beat the Ravens than it is the Steelers because the a because the Ravens used to be the browns and Baltimore stole the team and B because the Ravens by their success stole, the main rival from the Browns, the Steelers, the best rivalry in the division is, is Steelers-Ravens. So not only did the, the the team get stolen from Cleveland, the Steelers got stolen from Cleveland as well. Let's be honest about it. Um, and I, I just think that beating the Ravens, when you look in the hierarchy of the division, that needs to be the number one priority. If, if you're going to uh, go um, the old edge, if you're going to win two games a year, it better be against Pittsburgh. To me now, if you're only going to win two games a year, damn well better be against Baltimore. <laughs>
2: I agree. I agree. All right, he's Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin. For our producer, Meredith Kane. outstanding job today. It's always game day in Cleveland. We're back with you next week. Again, we drop every Tuesday and Thursday for the most part. And if there's breaking news, we're there for you as well. He's Daryl. I'm Andy. It's always game day in Cleveland.